0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host Mike Russin. It is 34 degrees in Maine today, in the middle of May. What's going on here? Come on! <laughs> it's really windy yesterday, so I assume that was a cold front uh, blowing in. I, I didn't even like—I didn't even think it would be this cold. I go outside for my cold plunge in my underwear, and I step outside. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> She whiz. Good news is though it cooled the cool <laughs> cooled that cold plunge right off. Yesterday water temp was like 51, 52, even with ice. I'm like, dude, what am I gonna do in the summer? Uh still something I've got to figure out. What I what I think I'm gonna do, but anyways, today was like 40, which is a shock when you're used to fit like the, that swing <laughs> between 50 degree water and 40 degree water is water is like extreme because from 40 to 35. It, you don't feel the di- in my opinion it's so cold already you don't feel much of a difference uh in fact i get numb quicker when it's colder than 40 40's probably the toughest temperature there's a bellator fighter dalton uh that i you know i know relatively well uh been to a bunch of his fights um had dinner with him and lunch with him a couple of times and he uh he has a cold plunge uh, somewhere where he trains that's like it's at 32 degrees and something moves in it to keep the water from freezing, but there's always like a sheet of ice on top. Uh, he said that was really rough. So I'd be interested to try, you know, because over the winter I was out there when it was negative six degrees. Um I wasn't out. I had the cold plunge in the garage when it was negative thirty. That would have been interesting. I think I. I mean, I wonder if at negative thirty the whole thing would have just frozen solid. Would have just had a giant tub. I mean, that's a lot of gallons of water, dude. That's got to be a couple hundred gallons. But uh, yeah, all that goes to say is today's today's was cold. But for what I think I'm gonna do for the winter, or the summer, I think I'm gonna uh, bubble wrap it. And then uh, insulate, so like take actual insulation, so uh, a layer of bubble wrap or two, and then a layer of insulation, and then I'll get a cover for it. I definitely need a cover, because all the stuff falling off the trees is just, it's getting funky. its It used to last me uh, sometimes 10 to 14 days. Now it's like maybe six days, it's, it's before it starts getting fuzzy, fuzzy in there. <laughs> if you don't want your gold plunge water to be fuzzy. <laughs> Ah, I missed my turn. Damn it. I got lost in the sauce thinking about fuzzy water. Got to turn around here at the jail. I'd say this jail is such an eyesore, man. I hate driving by this. Like, going to jail is my worst nightmare. Like, I don't... I think I would just kill myself or or suicide by cop. Without a doubt. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you... you're not taking me alive if law enforcement's ever listening to this man you better hope you catch me like in a coma because uh it ain't gonna end well for anybody you try try restricting my bodily autonomy it's gonna you're gonna you're gonna pay the price with a couple of your lives that's just it's how it is man i hate to say that but anyways uh hello horsies love the horses my favorite part driving in the morning. The horses are right across from the jail, so it's like I just try to keep my eyes on the horses and ignore the giant penitentiary next to my field of vision. But, uh, what did I want to talk to, about, or talk with you guys, talk to you guys, talk a little about today? Well, I had a couple ideas. Uh, yesterday we covered accountability. Um, and What's interesting is I I like to look at the titles and see if it has any impact on traffic. And it just seems like traffic is very, very steady. And that one, I was wondering, like, all right, it's accountability in big, bold letters. This is either going to scare people off or attract people that want to learn more. You know what I mean? But it it was exactly the same amount of traffic that we normally get. By the way, please share this podcast. If it makes an impact on you in any way, please share it. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. And this is what we'll do. Okay? I need one of my listeners to not let me forget to do this. I'm trying to think because if I'm going to give away money, you got to do something worthwhile. Okay. Okay. I'm going to make an Instagram post. About the podcast, like an actual posting on my Instagram page, Obsidian Achievement. You're gonna share that post and tag three friends in the car. Co- yeah, just do two. Well, no, God does things in threes, so three. You're gonna tag three th- three friends if you have that many friends in the comments of that post. And what I'll do is I'll do a drawing uh, for 500 bucks. Like Cash App, Venmo, Apple Pay, whatever. So I'm going to make the post sometime before between now and the end of the week. I'll get it up. Uh, and what you'll do is you'll share it to your page, like to your story, your Instagram story, or your Facebook story. And then tag three friends in the comments. So you have to do both. Let's see how well you follow directions. Because I know I'm going to have people that do one, and then they don't get picked, okay? So what I'll do is I'll do a live. I'll put everybody's names in a hat, and I'll draw a name, and bada boom, bada bing. How's that sound? 500 bucks, dude. That's, uh, I'm paying you to listen to me. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Come on, help me out here. Help yourselves out. 500 bucks would be most of your car notes, maybe a third of some of your rents. You know what I'm saying? Imagine what that could do for you, have an extra 500 bucks kicking around somewhere. Uh, and you're, whoa, easy there, partner. Let's not, these people get so wild at this roundabout, it blows my mind. Um, <coughs> down the wrong tube. So all the good things in life, um, you know, worth having are very difficult. I think that's um, that's something else that having a child has taught me. And it's, it's, Aida's great, you know, don't get me wrong. It's not even that difficult. But yesterday, you know, I could see it was just, uh, it was wearing on my wife just a little bit, uh, just because she was, she needed to be fed every hour, every hour all day long. That's, <laughs> that's a lot of feeding you know what i mean i don't know you know we were discussing last night is she eating enough in each feed or is she like you know like is she not getting enough in each of her feeds or is she just that hungry and she's really growing very quick uh and it seems like like today i had a whole bottle full whole bottle and she crushed it this morning so I don't think that it's not that she's getting enough milk, I think she'll be up, she's probably up right now, as I'm filming this, this was two hours ago, she's probably up right now with my wife, eating. Um, I think she's just gonna be, she's just a hungry little girl, man. You know, our, our physician uh, came to our house, she said she's perfectly chubby, and uh, she gained a lot of weight, um, and she's just, she's growing, man, so anyways... <clears throat> You know, and just hopefully my wife doesn't mind me talking about this, but uh, I I think it'll help others out there. You know, I wasn't, I got frustrated at my wife's frustration. And, you know, I was laying in bed last night. You know, I kind of got, I didn't snap on her. I just said, honey, I said, why are you getting frustrated with our kid? This is what you asked for. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got the bit, you know, this is, its she ain't even that bad. You know, she sleeps through the whole night, you know, and I got kind of snippy with my wife and then I was laying in bed. So, Geneva, this is my apology to you for being a little snippy with you. And I was laying in bed thinking, like, well, you know, I think that if I had to have her attached to my chest (laughs) every hour, uh, I'd probably get a little exacerbated, too. And my wife really is handling it with grace. Like, when I say she was getting frustrated, she was just like, oh, come on, Ada, come on. Like, not yelling at her, not crying, not stomping around, just little frustrated, that's all, and she handled it very gracefully, so that's, I kind of felt bad, but anyways, you know, and, and I got to thinking, man, like, everything, and isn't it so funny how, like, building businesses, accumulating wealth, um, are, are all like having a baby, you have a pregnancy period where, you know, right at conception, and you get that first positive, it, conception's a lot of fun, right, making the baby's a blast, <laughs> making the business is a blast, I can remember planning the clothing line together uh, with Michelle and Tyler. And we're like throwing ideas out there. We're having a blast with it. It is so much fun. And then what happens, okay? That first test comes back positive. Oh, now you're even more excited. So some of our merch, we get samples of some of our merch. And we're like stoked. We're ecstatic, right? It's like it's real. It's like seeing that positive pregnancy test. And then... Yeah. You get real pregnant And there's always an excitement But now the real work is starting to come Your back's starting to hurt Your feet are swelling You know what I mean? You're getting all kinds of aches and pains You never knew you had before All kinds of other changes to your body, right? So it's like you start to get into Like the launching phases Things you get anxious You don't know how it's gonna go There's there's hiccups There's setbacks, right? It's so funny, the parallels. How cool is this? And then the baby comes. And you're just thrilled and excited, but you're still nervous. Is it healthy? Is she healthy? Is everything okay? I can, That's all I could think about when she came out. I'm like, somebody tell me that this child is perfect. Somebody tell me that this child is Is the baby okay? I can remember her them bringing, I, I wanted her on Geneva immediately, but they had to bring her over to this little table really quick. They wanted to weigh her. I'm like, do not weigh her right now idiot way or later why do you guys do this why are you so stupid why are you medical professionals absolute morons sometimes why do you have to weigh the baby the moment it comes out why is it so important that you get the weight right then and there if there's no reason for it you just need procedure well you could procedure these nuts anyways i get so angry at that stuff i get so upset well it's procedure it's just how we do it I just think back to how they tried to get us to switch to formula because their meter for reading the blood sugar was incorrect. Unreal. Anyways. Anyways. Anyways! I-, I hope we're blessed to have our next children at home. If I could avoid ever being in a hospital again with these blood-sucking weirdos pricking her feet every hour. Unreal. Unreal anyway so the launch comes right it's just like the birth of the baby is it healthy are we getting orders do people actually like what we're putting out and then you realize the baby's perfectly healthy healthy and then you realize that you know people are interested you are getting orders and then what happens you know that newness and excitement you know kind of wears off and you get into the grind okay now she's going to be fed every hour diapers need to be changed. She doesn't want to be held. She doesn't want to be put down. She needs to be picked back up. What does she want to do? She want to practice standing. She want to practice sitting. Why is she crying? Why is her stomach gurgling so much? Is that poop? Let's take it off. No, there's no poop. Is she peeing? No, there's no pee. Oh, of course, I put the diaper back on and now she poops. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's the same thing and it's all wonderful. It's all wonderful. It's all wonderful. And that's what it boils down to. It's a matter of your perspective. So like yesterday we were talking with the partners and it's like the orders have slowed down this week. We're getting a couple of orders a day before and now we're hardly getting any. All right, here we go. Time to, to, we got to figure it out. We got to buckle down. We got to put in the work. It's like the baby ain't sleeping. Let's figure it out. It's all the same. It's how it's been in any business I've ever started. And, it, 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 and it's like raising an adult. It's like raising a child. You're going to have different challenges at each phase. You're going to go through potty training. You're going to go through temper tantrums. You're going to go through learning, you know, are they going to be able to speak at the rate that they're supposed to speak? And all of a sudden they're going to be peeing on the toilet seat and then they're going to be crashing your car into a light pole. You know what I mean? It's like, it's speeding tickets and girls and boys and, Marijuana and all this other stuff, man. It's just like owning a company. I think if if there are a couple of people that hear this episode that want to be entrepreneurs, I think if you took this lesson from me, this would help you more than any advice you're going to get out there on the market right now. Anything. You buy my course and I'll teach you how to scale and a on profitability in your margins. I'm out. Shut up. All these doofuses out there. All these absolute dingbats. And don't get me wrong. Some of them are highly successful. But they're highly successful because they're talking heads. And they've made a brand by talking, which is great. I don't know. Maybe I'm not much different. (laughs) Maybe maybe, you are what you hate the most. (laughs) You know, maybe I'm not much. I like to think I'm different. I, these guys certainly aren't saying the same things I'm saying. These big wigs, big wig business guys. You know, one guy I do respect. I got to tell you, he's he's a little goofy sometimes. Uh, he really lets his arrogance shine through a little bit too much, I think. And I'm nitpicking. I'm nitpicking. And he'll, you know, if he does hear this someday, I doubt he ever will. But if he does hear this someday, it's possible that he will because, you know, I plan on getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But, uh, you know, Taylor Welch has some really, really good content. So like all the positive stuff I should have said first, he has some really, really good content. Really, really intelligent, has a way of framing things uh, that gets you to speak completely. I've spoken on a lot of his topics on here before. Very, very sharp guy, very intelligent guy. My only qualm with him is that some... And I'm the same way. So maybe, again, this is me preaching to myself. But he gets a little arrogant sometimes, you know, um, and a little bit goofy sometimes um, in his arrogance. Like, you could tell he doesn't want to be arrogant. It doesn't fit him. You know what I mean? It's like wearing a, a shoe that's too small. I think he's much bigger than that. But I think he's still on the upswing of his, I mean, the dude's already a multi-millionaire with billion dollar businesses from what I understand um, and came from nothing like cleaning churches and stuff like that and volunteering and uh, really cool guy. But anyways, all that goes to say is he's one of the few that's actually like spoken out against some of this societal bull malarkey that's going on, like transgenderism. I don't think he's quite said it as plainly as I have, but he's alluded to it. But most of these guys won't speak on any of this stuff. You know, they're just, oh, my business, I got to, You know, and I, on a side note from the whole pregnancy and business, so really go back and listen to that section again of this episode. Uh, because if you, again, what I was saying before is if you could adopt that mentality going into business and becoming an entrepreneur, I'm telling you right now, it'll your perspective is everything your perspective shapes how you behave and your behavior shapes the outcome if your perspective is busted like some of y'all will hit me up Mike I started this and I'm just not how long has it been? three months well well My my wife's three months pregnant, where's the baby? You know, that's what you sound like. That's what you sound like. Ridiculous. You don't want it to come out now, probably won't survive. You have success in only three months of starting an endeavor. You are not built to handle that success. You are not equipped. You're not strong enough. Most of you would get flattened immediately. Most of you would love to be in my position where you're making, I don't know, 10... However many thousands of dollars a week. I don't even look. Okay. I pay our staff very, very well. Cover expenses. Legal fees. All this other crap we got to deal with. Many of you would love to have my level of income. But if I were to give you my level of problems. It would flatten your ass immediately. You would get flattened. You would go. You you come run, crawling back to me crying. Some of you maybe out there maybe could handle it very few less than one percent listening less than one percent of one percent probably one of you that I can think of that I'd be like yeah this guy this guy could handle it for sure I'm not doing a pity party or an ego here I am talking about Taylor Welsh being arrogant here I am I'm just telling you dude I don't (laughs) and it's not that I'm special it's that I built the muscle over time It's like if I put 405 on the bench For some of you I can do that 3 or 4 times Some of you that's going to cave your chest in The bar will your, your elbows will snap in the opposite way And it'll literally crack your sternum Through the bottom of the bench <laughs> You know what I'm saying Like It's the same thing But I wasn't always able to lift 405 I worked my way up to it You got to work your way up To the big boy big girl problems You don't just get them and get the big boy, big girl income because big boy, big girl income comes with big boy, big girl problems. Does that make sense? So if you listen to me and you adopt this mindset and perspective, it's going to be a game changer for you. But what I wanted to finish on is I can remember... One of the toughest things I struggled with being in a more corporate setting and in a setting that claimed not to be corporate, but it was very corporate. And I'm not a hater at all. I'm not a, I'm not bitter. I'm not, I love my roots. I love where I got my start in business. I just, I can't work for anybody else. And that's more of a me problem than it is anything else. So before anybody's like, well, he just, I'm saying it's my fault. <laughs> I cannot work in a hierarchy where somebody's above me. We were having a partnership call yesterday um, for one of our businesses that uh, somebody's looking to acquire and bring me on as a partner into theirs. And the first thing I said, I said, listen, before we talk about any of this, before we hammer out any details, any kind of profit allocation, anything, (laughs) I said, nobody here tells me what to do and nobody fits me into a schedule and I don't do meetings So as long as you're cool with all that, we could proceed. Yeah, yeah, of course, anything you need. We don't want to blow laws. It's like just I can't do it. It's not my style. I don't like being... Do not tell me what to do is what it boils down to. I'll ask you if I think you have the advice worth giving. But anyways, um, I think another the real thing that I'm getting at right now is I can remember being told, well, you can't say that because, you know, you'll turn certain clients off. You'll turn some of our employees off or people that might want to work for you off. And, you know, we've got to attract everybody and I get it, but I don't. I just always kind of look at things from like Jesus and the disciples perspective like the real Jesus not this hippie Jesus that the secular world has created very intelligently the devil has injected into our minds (laughs) I love everybody except everybody for what I was literally reading the end of Matthew either 22 or 23 He's literally going in and calling people broods of vipers and serpents, and comparing them to rotting bones and flesh, calling them children of hell. Oh yeah, he'd love everybody except everybody. Stupid. <laughs> but I just look at him and the apostles, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't see how that's biblically sound. So you're gonna, you're a Christian, right? You say you're a Christian. Where, where in the Bible does it say? water things down to be more accepting of other people and their views i'll tell you where it talks about that it talks about it in revelation and it talks about if you are lukewarm i will spit you out of my mouth that's where it talks about it so (laughs) you better be very careful if you're listening to me and you're one of those. Oh well, I gotta be careful about what I say. I gotta be careful about what I say for my job. I gotta be careful about what I say around my friends. I gotta be careful what I say around my spouse, especially as a man. Especially as a man. All right. So that's what we'll end on. I feel like this is for business owners. This is our potential, prospective entrepreneurs and business owners. One of the, one of the best episodes I could have given you. Like, I hope some of you won't even realize it. It's like, if you don't know anything about diamonds and you've got a fake and a real one in your hand, you don't know the difference. You know what I mean? Listen to this one uh, and share it if it makes an impact.